Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. (laughs) See, we're going to get it right after all these times. Well, I mean, this is one year. This is the one year anniversary show. Are you excited? I'm so excited. How excited are you? I'm like... I don't know how I'm going to pick a high because... Uh, let me tell you how excited you are. You are so excited you got up at 7 o'clock yeah. this morning. We are in New York City. New York time. I know it. That's 6 o'clock Dallas time. Mm-hmm. And we're in New York City with our new bestest friend in the whole wide world setting in the most cool... I, there's not even enough words. I'm a writer and there's not even enough words. The most coolest, most awesomest. Yeah, all those make are up all words. words. Yeah. I'm going to make up all the words possible with Mr. Luke... Cook, who is the owner-operator of the world's largest... The world's... Largest Chick-fil-A. Welcome. Good Good morning. morning. Five stories. This bad boy... Okay, the elevator said four plus... Is it five? Is it total? Well, the basement. Right. Right. So New York City, I don't think they technically count the basement as a floor. Well, we're going to count it because it just sounds a lot cooler. It just sounds cooler to say it's five, five stories. We took a tour earlier this morning. Now, what's really unique and why this is so special for us is you're not open yet no not open yet we got a vip access even though his microphone says vip i I feel like we're We're the the vip that's exactly right we got vip access this morning this bad boy opens march 29th oh my gosh less than two weeks that's a blink and it's here it is Man, the place looks amazing. Thank you. The place looks amazing. I'm telling you, they're cleaning everything. They're wiping everything down. I mean, if you had product in the back, you could probably throw up some fries and, mm-hmm. and brew some sweet tea, and you could probably start serving today. I'm thinking the line's going to start forming tomorrow. Yeah, we're, we think so, too. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're ready. I think they got barricades being dropped off tomorrow. Uh, it's so. going to be it's going to be an event. It's right. absolutely going to be an event. I can't tell you how excited we are to be here in this beast. Now, we're setting on – are we on three or two or three? We're on three. We're on three. We're on, three. We're on level three, and we're looking out this massive window. And I want to shout out to uh, my good friend, Paul, who sits right across the street. Um, and looks into this Chick-fil-A every single There's day. There's no way I could work in that office. You you wouldn't, your productivity would be down. Oh, so I would we, just, my mouth would just be watering the we, whole we've time. We've got to set the scene. So Luke, tell us, tell us exactly where we are in New York City. Tell us a little bit about this, how you got here. This is, this is an absolutely fascinating story. Yeah. So we're right now on Fulton and Broadway, which if, if you're familiar with downtown, we're in downtown Manhattan, downtown, downtown, uh, down, literally the downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just a couple blocks from ground zero, uh, one world trade is yeah. just around the corner. The Oculus is around the corner. Um, now when you say around the corner, you're being very literally. literal. Yeah, yeah. We can see one world Probably. trade from the rooftop. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We took a picture of that a while ago. And I mean, you walk up on the rooftop and it's like, whoa, right. It's way cool. Yeah. So you're here on Fulton Street and uh, you're kind of, you're sandwiched between two buildings. Mm-hmm. So you've got one of these unique designs. It's narrow, but it goes straight up. It does. Yeah. This yeah. thing is, this thing is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's straight up. It's, it's roughly 12,000, 12,500 square feet. So it's a big Which, guy. yeah, it's a beast. And we had to ask this morning, um, the average Chick-fil-A is about what? It's about 4,000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So about four thousand, about about four thousand square feet. Right. This bad boy is twelve, almost thirteen thousand square feet. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This Enough is space great. to to serve everybody in New York. So come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> uh, there's there's plenty. There's plenty. How long have you? And I say you, the organization, you, the team. How long y'all been working on getting this bad boy up? So total time from the beginning is about five years. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wow. So about five years ago, we had a, a dream of you know, expanding into New York, Yeah. Mm-hmm. opened a few restaurants, and then we kind of had this crazy idea to come downtown and uh, shout out to John Featherston at Chick-fil-A Real Estate, who kind of had this, this dream to put a restaurant here. Yeah. And I uh, made the deal happen. Took took about two and a half years of back and forth and, mm-hmm. and working on the deal and then finally signed it but we've been in construction for almost two full years to uh, build in this thing, two years so. to build this beast yeah that's wow. crazy it's gorgeous thank you the natural light that comes in this thing is amazing from all angles from the roof from the back from the front great design thanks you did the design internal the in, uh, internal design guys that Chick-fil-A did. did this yeah nathaniel cates who's our design guy at chick-fil-a designed the whole thing and nailed it nailed it did a nailed great job. it it's beautiful nailed it and so <clears throat> not everybody understands the the history of new york but 
downtown, the financial district, I guess is kind of mm-hmm. what it is, is the older part of New York. Yep. And Allie and I were commenting because we're, we're staying in Midtown right now, close to where my office is up here. You can really tell the difference in the city yeah. when you go from Midtown to downtown. The streets down here are much more narrow, mm-hmm. um, and there's a ton more history. Yeah. I mean, some of this down here, you're in some historic parts of, of the city down here. I think it's only fitting that the biggest one in the world goes in to one. I, we're biased. Yeah. I, New York City is probably one of the greatest cities mm-hmm. on the planet, don't you think? Yeah. One of my favorite memories of New York is when the first Chick-fil-A opened, mm-hmm. we were here. Wow. And we just sat at a table for a good while, just looking and observing people eat Chick-fil-A for the first time. Okay, that is so fun. It was because we eat it all the time. So it's just like second nature. I know it. But it's just Luke, you'd be shocked. In the South, every now and then we'll have a guest come on. And, you know, and for us in the morning, this is just like, um, hey, come have breakfast with us and let's just talk. And... It is shocking how many times we have a guest on and we introduce them to Chick Fil A. Really? I know. Yeah. Well, I or know. at least breakfast for uh, sure. Yeah. For, and People, I yeah. guess, can't get up early, early enough. enough. <laughs> I know. Ten thirty. But when we first got here, watching people look at the menu and go, well, "What do you guys have?" Yeah. Right? And then now it's just back over and Chicken. over, yeah. and they keep coming back. Well, that's you know one of the things that drew me and my wife here was was that it was mm-hmm. the idea that we would get to introduce people to our brand. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know that's that's a constant weight that we talk about a lot as even as our leadership team is yeah. forming and hiring team members. Can can these team members be team members that represent our brand? That's built on hospitality mm-hmm. and first impressions and details and things like that. And so. We don't take it lightly. I mean, we're excited to do that. So. How long have you been with the brand? So just about nine years. Yeah. Um, started as a Chick-fil-A team member. Um, That's y- such years, a great nine story. Years ago, so. That's such a great story. Any you have to, though, right? You don't have to. Own yeah. one? You don't have to. Um, huh. I, I just decided to. I mean, I was straight out of college and yeah. was living in Atlanta at the time, and I went to work for a guy named Bob Garrett. Um, I camped out at a First 100. Uh, if anybody's familiar with the yeah. First 100 campouts at Chick-fil-A, uh, me and my wife both camped out at a first 100. We're slept in line. Did you know her tent. at the time? Were you dating? Were yeah, you we married? Did. We, we were. Yeah, we had just been fresh married about a year. Oh. Not even a year. Um, <laughs> so Newlywed we thing. Yeah, newlywed, <laughs> young married, yeah. poor. We're like, hey, Chick-fil-A opened up half a mile down the road. Let's go do it. Oh, that's a great so, story. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, you got to tell a story. You grew up in? Louisiana. Come on, Louisiana. Come on, South Louisiana. South Louisiana. I can hear it now. Yep. I can hear I can it turn now. turn it on when I need to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I grew up in South Oklahoma. My wife will only let me go visit for like two or three days max because I come back. I sound like <laughs> a, it gets turned on. I can't turn it off. She, she has to decompress me or whatever it is. Grew up in South Louisiana, mm-hmm. went to school. So I grew up, went to Southeastern Louisiana University. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's right awesome. There. Hammond. Yeah, Hammond, yeah. Louisiana. Hammond, Louisiana. And then from there, straight out of school, went to Atlanta. Yep, moved to Atlanta. I married a Clemson grad, a South Carolina girl, Mandy. Wow. Uh, my, my bride. And so we've been How'd married. you meet her? So we worked at a youth camp in the summers uh, in North Carolina together and uh, did a youth camp for kids. Louisiana boy goes to Atlanta, works a youth camp in North Carolina, mm-hmm. meets a South Carolina girl. Yep. This is a story that writes itself. It does. <laughs> it truly does. And so uh, we ended up settling in Atlanta after we got married. Um, and then I got I got hooked up there with Chick-fil-A right there in Atlanta. So. How'd she get hooked up? So w- at the camp out, we were camping out this first 100. Right. There were some marketing ladies that were overseeing the grand opening. Right. And they just they just struck up some conversations with my wife, Mandy. And so they said, hey, you know, we there's a Chick-fil-A coming opening across town in just a couple months. Uh, why don't you go by and see if they're hiring a marketing Oh, my director? gosh. That's awesome. So she did. She that's went so by. That's so cool. The, the operator was was literally in a hiring trailer uh, in what? the front of the construction that's project. A, that's awesome. Could you hear that construction in the background? Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Man, it's all about the people you know. It's yeah. it is hundred percent. And all starting about those conversations. How'd the camp go? By the way, you remember? Camp camp's phenomenal. Camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, we the, so backstory is I grew up going to that camp <clears throat> that I that I'm referencing. It's called Crossroads. Uh, and so I grew up going to that camp. I ended up uh, meeting my wife at that camp. The uh, camp uh, director was the guy who married me and my wife. What? Aww. And now he's come on staff with us here at Fulton. So he's moved. No himself. way. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. So, that's a crazy. great story. You yeah. buried the lead on that. That's really cool. <laughs> okay. So this camp, you ended up going to this camp mm-hmm. and then ended up working at this camp. I did. Okay. That's big. Yeah. So when I was 16, I gave my life to Jesus at this camp. Yep. Uh, and then uh, when I got to college, uh, just 
kept going back every summer to work. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So What's the focus of the camp? It's it's kid. It's youth. Yeah, yeah. So it's youth, but it's all ministry based, uh, activity based slash ministry based. So yeah. Just presenting the gospel to kids and love it. Teaching them so love it in the. In the let's see, North Carolina. We're we're about to North so, Carolina. I'm trying to picture we're in North Carolina. Yeah, so Gardner Webb University. That's where it was at. Okay, um, it was in Shelby. Oh yeah, uh, Borland Springs area, a little yeah. small town there. So uh, beautiful area. Beautiful. Oh my yeah. goodness. Loved it. Met your bride. Mm-hmm. Goes back to Atlanta. Starts working at Chick Fil A. In your wildest dreams, did you think you'd be in downtown New York City, downtown Manhattan? No, I didn't. In so the world's largest Chick Fil A. My first day on the job, my operator Bob Garrett. He said, hey, what's your long-term goal? I feel like we always ask. What's your five-year yeah. plan? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, I said, you know, I want to be I want to be the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A in Hammond, Louisiana. Okay, and right. That, and that ended up happening. Sure. I ended up getting that restaurant a couple years later after making a pit stop in, in Pennsylvania, which we loved, by the way, in Lehigh Valley. I had a restaurant in eastern Pennsylvania for That's Chick-fil-A. so beautiful up it's there. It's beautiful. I mean, the foothills of the Pocono Mountains. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's phenomenal. so beautiful up uh, there. Yeah. But we ended up getting our restaurant in, in Hammond, and then – Got there, loved it. There's nothing. I mean, it was it was amazing. Everything going was great. home. Were you the big? I mean, this like this is like the homeboy coming back. Yeah, Dude, homeboy coming huge. back, but also bringing Chick Fil A is the more important. Uh, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was. Man, it was good. they. I mean, did they like build a statue of you in the middle of town? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a that's statue kinda, there. And that's kind of a big there's deal. There's a cow. You know, yeah. <laughs> Chick Fil A cows beside me there. So. so you got there and you thought yeah. you were done. I did. Yeah, I did. And peaking then, early. Peaking early. Hey, we had you know seemingly what most people would say this is a great life you yeah, know? yeah. we yeah. realized i think real quick that uh maybe we needed to be given everything we thought we ever wanted yeah. to only show us it wasn't exactly what the plan was going to be oh so, man uh, i love days like that a lot of wisdom so in that i love days like that why new york why not right yeah i mean for That's me probably the right answer uh, when i was in pennsylvania uh, me and my wife fell in love with the city yeah and there was there's an energy about downtown you, you mentioned this a little while yeah. ago mm-hmm. it's just different it is um, love midtown love every other part of the city uh, but when you come downtown, I think it has a lot to do with that post 9-11, you know, like rebuild, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this energy that's happening yeah. and there's something new, there's something what's next. Uh, and so we, we were we were drawn to that when we were living in Pennsylvania. When when we would come in, we'd come in like once or twice a month, no joke. One of my first pictures with Emma when she was a baby was in the city. Like a couple weeks after she was born, we'd come over and we would go to the parks and do all this other stuff. And so we just fell in love with it. I mean, it was it was one of those things that was just always in the back of our mind. We didn't know we'd be living here. Right. You know, it was just like, we love New York. Right. Like you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when the opportunity presented myself, uh, pre- presented itself, my wife actually came to me and said, we were in Hammond. She's like, hey, would you ever consider New York? Um, out of the blue, just out of right. nowhere. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in Hammond. We're here. Why don't yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so that started a journey. And I you know, reached out to some Chick-fil-A people and said, is there any interest? And they said, yes. And so wow. here we are. Wow. Okay. So a lot of people do this on podcasts. It's, it's a rookie podcast move, so it's okay. But you just made reference to your beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. And of course we're all sitting here and we knew who you pointed at, but mm-hmm. she's sitting right there next to you. You need to introduce her and tell us a little bit about her. She's sitting right here. She yeah. can hear everything. We got her plugged in <laughs> on here. She's got the biggest grin. I think that that just kind of lights up the whole restaurant right now. Yeah. Tell, all right, introduce her and tell us all about her. You want to you wanna say what your name is? Yeah. Come on, get over here. My name is Emma, and I'm eight years old. Wow, that's awesome. And, and you're a Chick-fil-A girl, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to get at Chick-fil-A? Mm, everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the right answer. Is it chicken? Probably something mm. to do with chicken. Your favorite yeah. breakfast is what? Are you a chicken mini girl? Egg white girl. Yeah, Whoa. egg white girl. Yeah, good. And and then your favorite lunch? You're probably a kale salad, superfood salad, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, yeah. the original Chicken extra, sandwich, extra, pickle extra pickle is the way to go. With a Sprite. They drink soda up here. They don't drink tea. They, I know. New York is a soda thing, right? It's not It's not a tea. It's not a tea. Are you, do you drink sweet tea? Uh, no. No? What? You drink soda? What soda do you like? Favorite soda? Sprite. Yeah, yeah. Sprite's the way to go. <laughs> Although, growing up in Atlanta, I mean, I think everybody drinks Coke in Atlanta. I do. That's yeah. what we call it. And soda's not, you know, soda's yeah. called Coke. Yeah, yeah same here in Texas. Same, same in Texas. I know it. But <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we have to get half and half here. I agree. Because, I know, because it's just not the same. And I know it's the same recipe. Same recipe. I know it's the exact. But it's I, not I the same. No, it's the same recipe, but it is not the same. The sugar here is more sugar. And then they think <laughs> half and half is like lemonade. lemonade. It's yeah, they do half lemonade and half you know so tea, yeah. yeah half sweet tea. So it's just. Yeah, it's just north. That's all right. Catching on. With those it paper is. cups. Those, I, know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about them, right? <laughs> we well, had a debate yesterday at lunch know. that the paper cups don't hold as much as no, the styrofoam cups. Don't. See, oh. I told you. Oh, oh. I, said, I totally I said, told you. No, I said the other ones, they're, they're more narrow at the bottom. No, and these are more. they're smaller. I yeah. know my cups. <laughs> Yeah, that, she well, knows how many sips that she gets Something out of about it. about that styrofoam, man. I don't know. Yeah. It just keeps it colder longer. Mm-hmm. So my wife has this funny thing. She she just forbids to drink out of a paper cup at Chick-fil-A right now. Yeah. And we have friends outside of the city that are owner-operators. And go. so when we see them, we have them bring us a sleeve <laughs> yeah. of paper and styrofoam cups. That's hilarious. Oh, inside. In, Granted, in, it's much better for the environment. Right, it is. Paper um, cups? Yeah. Yeah. So you recycle but it. The, as many times as you use it, you get a lot of use out of a styrofoam yeah. cup. That's yeah. that's for actually that, sure. It can go all day. So, key things about growing up in this brand, and mm-hmm. we had one of your uh, one of your friends, owner operators, Jeff White, mm-hmm. um, where we hang out every Saturday morning in our local Chick Fil A. There's so much wisdom that comes out of working in this brand, yeah. um, just from a leadership standpoint. So many great things, <clears throat> and a lot of people ask us, "Do you guys work for Chick Fil A?" No, <laughs> we just love the brand. We've been hanging out here since Allie was 14. We know good 13. people, but they don't sponsor us. Yeah. I know. But people Allie ask turns, us all the time. Like, no, we just Allie's, love it. Mm-hmm. I know it. Allie's birthday is Tuesday of next week. She turns 27. We've been doing this 14 years. And we're in the city because Allie has a book signing mm-hmm. in Brooklyn tomorrow. tomorrow in Brooklyn. So everything just kind of hit. This is our one-year anniversary. Allie's birthday. She has a book signing. Everything just kind of hit. So we had to come up and spend some time. Uh, here in the city but from a leadership standpoint what what's been the one or two things i mean here you are in a couple of weeks you're going to unlock the doors on the world's largest uh restaurant in your brand Mm -hmm. in one of the most dynamic brands in the country right now. people are going to travel to come see this is going to be a destination Destination. spot right i mean they're going to come they're going to see all the sites and they're going to say hey let's go to the world's Dude, the fact that you got here, there's a lot going on. Yeah. That you're gonna have to sit down and write a book one day. There's no <laughs> question. What's what's one or two of the big leadership things that got you here? What you, what have you learned along the way? And you can't have all the answers, but yep. what's what's one of the top two things? I mean, some some new kids gonna, you know, walk in the doors one day and say, Hey, I wanna go to work for you, I wanna be a team member and you're gonna say, Hey, what do you wanna do? And they're gonna say, Man, I wanna I wanna run Chick fil A. What's the one or two things you tell them? You know, I mean, there's so many lessons I know it. as I think back of all the things I've learned. I think number one, it, it's a it's having a mindset that's wired for growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Carol Dweck wrote a book called Mindset that I just I reference probably more than than anything when it comes to uh, folks that are working for us um, or that want to grow in this brand. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of the things we talk about is is centered around mindset. And so, what does it look like to grow? What does it look like to grow yourself? Uh, what does it look like to invest in yourself, but also invest in people? You know, we talk about this a lot in Chick-fil-A, like positive influence. Mm-hmm. That's summed up in our corporate purpose uh, to be a faithful steward and have a positive influence. And so we, I kind of go back to that. I mean, I think about how do we, how do I create an atmosphere in this restaurant that number one, team members want to come work here. They want to come feel like they're, they're part of the family uh, because they are. Yep. But how do I create a positive influence on them? Somebody did that for me, right? My operator, Bob, when he invested in my life, he, completely changed the trajectory of my life yeah i'm not sitting here before you guys without my operator bob what he did invest in my life right uh and so we have an opportunity every day and i think the the beauty of chick-fil-a is that we realize the the opportunity to influence yeah and we try to just create that in the restaurant you know we uniquely have a gift here that is the the four walls of this building uh, that we get to invite people to a table like we're sitting at uh, and I, th- I just truly believe that powerful moments are shared over a meal. Yeah. And we have an opportunity to influence people over a meal. And, and that's what we do. And so, um, you know, uh, apart from that, I also think about one of the quotes that Truett used to say all the time. Truett Cathy, our, our founder of Chick-fil-A, used to say, no goal is too high if you climb with care and confidence. And, um, and I, I come back to that a lot. How do we, as a leadership team, as, as, as me as an operator, continuously making sure make sure that i am taking good care of the folks that i'm responsible for here 
Right. How do I steward them well? How do I understand their talents and their gifts? Mm-hmm. Um, but how do I instill confidence in them to lead and to be not just better Chick Fil A people, right? To be better human beings, right? That's I, I think that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. What's an example of positive influence? Give me an example. How you know, would somebody know? I mean, because a lot of people listen. I mean, the show <laughs> we have been stunned and humbled all at the same time. People internationally listen to the show. Um, a lot of young entrepreneurs listen to the show. How would I know what positive influence looks like? I mean, look, I I, I get it, but mm-hmm. how would somebody know if they're doing it or if they're not? Give me an example. Yeah, I, I think for me, as I always, I think positive influence is one of those things where you, you don't quite know in the moment what the influence is, right? Yeah. Sometimes until it may be years down the road and you look back and, and it's somebody that worked for you that has come full circle and they send you that handwritten note yep. saying, Man, you really changed the tra- trajectory of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know along the road the leaders that I've seen that would that that is seeking out. I want to create moments of positive influence as more as it's just an overflow of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, as weird as that, that, that's kind of a dichotomy of like, well, if I'm just seeking out positive influence every time, it can become forced. It become you know not really natural. Um, and that's why I always talk about this idea of making sure you're taking good care of yourself, making sure you're taking care of your house, making mm-hmm. sure you're taking care of your marriage. Uh, so that out of an overflow, that's how you lead. It's not a show you put on when you walk in the restaurant. Um, you're just the same person backstage as you are front stage. That's huge. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. the game changer. You right. know, so, so yes, there are. I think there are some things locally, like in, as I think about ownership, uh, positive influence. One of the things that we're really big on right now at Chick-fil-A is the scholarship stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we have an opportunity uh, every year, and Chick-fil-A is putting so much even more money every year into this thing. Uh, we get to take local Chick-fil-A workers that are in college and provide scholarship opportunities, 2500 every year, wow. or the big ones are $20,000 every year. Wow. Uh, and those are, those are things, you know, as a kid who, who went to college and paid my way through college and, and didn't have the ability to earn scholarships, yeah. um, you know, for me, it was, it's important for me as a local owner-operator to piggyback that and say, how do we create an environment where education is important? Uh, and then how do we put our money where our mouth is? Not just say it's important, but how do we do a, a payback type thing? Where yeah. Team members are going to college and they get scholarships, uh, but then we are helping to pay back their college for them if they continue to work for us. That's huge. Operators are doing that all over the country. And um, on top of all the cool events you see, right? I mean, the mm-hmm. daddy-daughter date nights and yeah. the mother-son campouts. we got some fun things in store here. You know, in New York City, daddy-daughter date nights and father-son campouts and all these different things aren't done at Chick-fil-A yeah. restaurants because we don't have the space. Well. We do have the space. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do those things. You here. can run a camp in this thing, man. We could. That's oh, my goodness. That's, yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> that, is so, that is so awesome. So. Are y'all doing fresh flowers on the tables? We are. Well, of course we are. Oh, that's man. the one thing that's missing at the uptown Chick-fil-A is yeah. there's no fresh flowers. Okay. In Texas, the new ones are putting in succulents. Mm. Yeah, we Smart. love it. I'm a so big the, flower guy. Yeah, yeah, this coming from the flower girl too. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I know. I always look. <laughs> Actually, dry, she always looks. Yeah, it's 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 all about the flowers, sis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the flowers. I can still see that smile on your face this morning. <coughs> by the way, happy birthday! It's not my birthday yet. I know, but, thank but you. by the time people start listening, it will be mm-hmm. it'll be your birthday, right? Happy birthday! Do you feel older? No, <laughs> I feel like I should probably have my my life. Like I feel like twenty seven's like you're adulting full on. It, that's almost full on adulting. I know. I know. Do you feel like you're full on adulting? No. You still have days that you just yeah. Want. <laughs> it's like, can I not adult today? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You totally. Biggest lesson that you were taught growing up, uh, coming through the system, the thing that stood with you the most that you go back to all the time. You know, I, I, the, well, I, th- I think about the lesson that I probably teach my leaders the most is personal excellence. Yeah. Um, mm. And I, I come back to that a lot. Um, early on, my operator uh, through the system kind of taught me that. It was reinforced by a guy named uh, Tim Tosopoulos at Chick-fil-A uh, when he talks about this idea of excellence being uh, your potential versus your performance. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got great potential. Mm-hmm. Is your performance meeting that potential? And that's if, mm. if we can allow excellence and what excellence looks like to come to life, that's the place where it comes alive, where your potential and your performance meet. And the cool thing is, oh, as like we that. reinvent ourselves, right, as we grow, the X factor is personal growth. Mm-hmm. If we continuously add growth opportunities to us, well, the potential just rises, and then you try to get your performance to rise, and then the potential rise, and your performance rise. Mm-hmm. And that way, you're you're committed to always becoming a better version of yourself. Yeah. And that's that's the lesson I probably teach more than anything, because yeah. 
I think sometimes in our culture we create this, somebody's got to force feed me growth or I don't grow. And I, I think the personal excellence side of things is a conversation that's extremely important right now. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily hear a lot of people talking about that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as I look back, that was the conversation for me that changed me. We refer to, we refer to that um, often as phantom growth, you mm-hmm. know, where you're growing, but it's muscled, right? Yep. So in the restaurant business, we used to refer to, you know, you can always go in and, and look at the people running the restaurant and you're either a leader or an operator right an operator knows how to muscle growth an operator knows how to squeeze margin how to get things done but a leader on the other hand has that sustainable growth right and you always know when someone's muscling the growth because when the when the when that gm or that uh you know that that leader of the group is gone Mm -hmm. the restaurant runs different right and we and that's this thing that used to always bug us when we'd go in a restaurant and we knew when the leader the gm or somebody we knew when they weren't there because yeah. the restaurant ran differently so that sustainable growth over time how do you define potential when you look at somebody what what's the things that because this is a big debate and we mm-hmm. we have some ideas around what potential is how do you, how do you define potential in somebody yeah so i think it's a it's a natural god-given talents that, that a person has that they yeah. walk in the door with. I mean, there's kind of some of the things that you can't be taught. Yeah. Um, and, and they walk in with those things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I think about. I mean, yeah. Everybody has something that they're bringing to the table. And I think the challenge for me as a leader is not to change them into somebody they're not, yeah. Yeah. but to make them more of who they are. So that's what we always talk about. What do we lean into? Your purpose. Purpose. Mm-hmm. Your strength. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quit spending so much time trying to fix a weakness, but mm-hmm. find your strength and just lean into it hard mm-hmm. and be the best that you can on that. Purpose is big in this brand, mm-hmm. but for us, purpose is kind of a well, I mean, heck, I wrote a whole book on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, purpose is, kind of, purpose is kind of big for us. And even in my own firm, uh, you know, at, at Ryan, we lean into our purpose every, every single day from that standpoint. Um, I, it's huge. A lot of people, it seems, are coming into the workplace now not understanding what that looks like. Sure. And I, I think one of the greatest things we can do as leaders in the workplace is Absolutely. help them pull it out. How many folks is it going to take to run this joint? We've hired about 155. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. 155, and then we have another 15 leaders that have, have kind of repopulated from across the country to come help run. So we're at 170 total out the door. Whoa, 170. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So how does the leadership staff here work? So, I, I mean, you're you're the head you're mm-hmm. the head guy. Head cheese, yeah. Right? You're the head cheese. <laughs> head, head chicken. chicken. Head chicken. Yeah, the head chicken. What is it? What does it look like from a structure standpoint? How do you, how do you set up a, a, a beast like this? It's it's a challenge. I'll yeah. tell you that. I mean, uh, you know, years. I mean, a year or two ago, I sat down on paper and started drawing out yeah. what would a leadership structure look yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and then go downhill. You know, um, except I, I try to start with the team members. You know, and okay. I'll, I'll start and I'll go. Okay, where do I need team members? build up and right. then go, okay, we're on any oversight for that and leave leadership for that. Currently right now we kind of have two big categories. We've got a front of house and back of house right. kitchen out front versus yep. gas, right? Those yep. are the two monsters of operations. Yep. Uh, and then within that we have different roles. So we got um, people in hospitality. We re- recruited a girl named Andrea who came over from the Ritz Carlton, who's doing all nice. hospitality for us. And right. uh, we, we have uh, some folks that move with me from Louisiana that are one, one guy's a catering director catering here in the city is going to be huge. I was going to say, that's uh, going to be a whole nother. It's its own oh business. Yeah. I was going to say, it's going to be its own business. It's its own business. And so, uh, wow. training directors. Are you directors, rolling that out day one? Or we are. Yeah, wow. we are. So we have some uh, little pop-up Chick-fil-A locations yeah. that are just kind of waiting for us to uh, open just the doors. Just full, full uh, at it. Might as well go awesome. big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's New York. It's New York. <laughs> and we yeah. have the people. That's the biggest right. thing. We have the capacity in our leadership team to handle it. Right. And to do it in an excellent way. So we're going to give it a shot. Well, you so. took us on a tour of the... Now, do you call it heart of house or back of house? Heart of house. Heart of house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took us on tour of the heart of house. It is enormous. It is. It is as big as our house back home. I mean, it is. You can crank out the yeah. product out of the back of that thing. Yeah. So, question. Once you sat down a couple years ago and started just kind of sketching this out, once you started seeing this thing actually go up right. and, the, and the walls come together and everything, did it change how you looked at the structure? Yeah, it did. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I think the thing I had to challenge myself on early on was to think bigger right than what you where you're currently at like don't just build a structure based upon what what the business is going to do when you open right and that's what's happened so we originally kind of designed a structure to be you know eight, a normal like eight person type thing right and then as we started to have conversations with just people that truthfully i probably had no business asking if they wanted to come work at a chick-fil-a restaurant 
it started to grow because the talent started getting on the sure. teams. And so I'm, I'm a guy that actually believes in finding the talent and then building the role around them. Love it. You know, I, I try not to, to build. Oh, that's such that's wisdom. Great. That yeah. is such wisdom. I try not to build roles that are just, hey, live in this box and just operate here. Right. Mm-hmm. Just stay in there. Well, if you got talented people, they, they don't want to stay in the box. There is a ton of wisdom in that. Everybody there listen. Is. That is a ton of wisdom. Often we try to build it the other way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this job description. I got this role. I need you to squeeze into this right. versus here's your strength. Here's your talent. Let's build this thing around there. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. So it's much easier to bring in a whole bunch and then check and adjust versus not have enough and oh. then scramble. Yeah, so especially here, right? So we're we're the first restaurant downtown. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those. Oh, I didn't realize. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well be a different everything's, world. Everything's yeah. midtown up. Yep. First one downtown. There's a lot of yeah. uh, That's why you said you look out of place with the Chick-fil-A cup in your hand. <laughs> you do. I, I do look a little. Yeah. So, did you get stopped at all? People going, where'd you get that from? No. I no. thought we would this morning. So the backstory on that is. People are still not awake. Yeah. Uh, well, Allie not. Well, okay. So the other part of this is uh, St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. is today. Today? or Yes, well, today. Yeah, today. And so the New York City St. Patrick's Day Parade is today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we were thinking. Well, we weren't thinking about St. Patrick's Day. And so we inadvertently chose a hotel in Midtown, mm-hmm. which just so happens to be the starting line for the <laughs> parade. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to hang downtown? <laughs> we're going to be right? downtown most of the day. Because the parade starts at 44th and heads north toward Central Park. Mm-hmm. And we asked, our, we asked the person checking us in in our hotel, so, uh, how long does the parade last? And like we, are, we are um, a half a block off of 5th, mm. uh, you know, at 44th. Yep. And he said, oh, yeah, well, the parade itself will only go a couple hours, but the crowd, yeah, they'll pretty much be around all day mm-hmm. today. And we're like, oh, dear. We knew we were in trouble this morning when we walked out of the hotel at 7 o'clock and the police were carrying barricades yep. to barricade off the block. So, we walked up a block and a half to the Rockefeller Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. at... Uh, 37, 37, 30, No, is that 37? Uh, 40, 40, 47. We've hit yeah. all of them. We've hit most all of them. Yeah. And Except one. Yeah. And the fourth one. Where's yeah. the fourth one? It's up close to Central Park, isn't it? Grand Central. No, Grand Central. Oh, Grand Central. Central. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, we may should, have to go there. Yeah. We may have to go. Well, it's if a we beautiful get to, restaurant. Yeah. You should drop by there. And so we walk into uh, the one at Rockefeller, and it's it's what I call stand-up, right? right stand-up chick, because there's not a lot of places you can go in order. There's a little bench and everything. We were first ones in there early this morning. Mm. I mean, they had just opened. Yeah. And so we were talking with the uh, the team member that was um, uh, serving us this morning. I said, so you guys ready? And she said, well, um, I think so. We're bringing in every single staff member we have <laughs> to work today. Because yeah. of the business? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And so every single person that wow. they have on the roster is wow. coming, to work coming today. into work. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Note to Although self. Although downtowns, this feels like a different, oh. right now it's like. A ghost okay. town. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, I mean, yeah. Saturday. I'm not even sure downtown's going to know there's no. a parade going on. <laughs> That's the thing about this, about this island, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it is multiple cities inside the city, right. even on even on the island. I mean, downtown is a different beast. It is. And, the, and it's the first one down here. So, I mean, note to self for us, we're going to be hanging downtown most of the day today. It sounds good. Because we can't, we can't. But we walked in this morning, we got our, we got our Chick-fil-A, and, and we're getting on the subway, and people are kind of going, what are those cups they're carrying this morning, <laughs> early this morning? But, uh, yeah, we do look a lot out of place. I think everybody's ready for you to open, though. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah us, too. Us included. Yeah. The line's going to run. Which way are you going to run the line, by the Actually way? Actually, going to go left. So out the door to the left, around to the Fulton Center right here. Yeah. Uh, and again, you're pointing. We're on a yeah. podcast. Not yeah. everybody yeah. can see yeah. you pointing. <laughs> Straight to the <laughs> left. Pointing He's on the saying window. to the left. To the though. left. It's going to go toward One World. Yeah. 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 It's going to go Down toward the sidewalk, towards One World Trade. Yeah. And the police are going to have to have barricades. It's going to be an event. It is. Yeah. So the grand opening day is a big one. month. (laughs) Hopefully that's the case, right? Yeah. (laughs) There's going to be blimps flying over and news crews and everything. Well, we we wish you the greatest of all success and all luck. This is going to be an amazing journey. Thank you. You need to keep a special journal Mm. and jot down all the wonderful things because Mm. you will look back upon this season and it's this going to yeah, be life changing. History. This is mm. this is going to be life changing. Yeah. And right now you're kind of in the middle of it, aren't you? I mean, we are. you're you're just kind of in the swirl. 
you need to pull out a special journal and say, here's what I learned today, which is, by the way, is what we're getting ready to do. We have done since our kids, and you mentioned earlier, you kind of do this with yours. Yep. We have done um, since they were little, high-low, which if, if somebody's first-time listener, um, we used to have dinner time, and we'd say, how was school? And the answer was fine or good, right? And that didn't work, and so we started asking different questions. And you're going to have to tell us what you ask yours because I think that's absolutely genius. Ours was, what was the high part of your day? What was the low part of your day? What did you learn? How do you do it at your house? So we'll do, what's the best part of your day? Yep. Uh, and recently I've started asking, uh, especially Emma, our youngest is still trying to understand what I mean by this, but what's the best question you asked today oh, at school? I love it. <laughs> we may have to start weaving that in because this is really genius. Yeah. What are some of the answers that you get? Uh, anything you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I mean, the other day she was asking specifically about a project that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, how'd you ask a question around yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so you have a question you said you might want to ask me? What, what's something you asked this one? Uh, <laughs> what's engineering and science class? And then in class I said, what are we going to do with our T-shirt factory like after we finish T-shirt factory. Mm. I, I love these questions. There you go. So that, that bag she has is a T-shirt that she made a bag out of at her school. Get out. Interesting. I love that. Isn't that cool? That yeah. is so awesome. Okay, that is... That oh, is, now I see it. It's yes, a yes, sleeve. Yes, yes, yes. It's totally... I love that. <clears throat> so, you know, the biggest thing I've learned about leadership is in, in my mentoring program with the young guys that I mentor, we talk about this right off the bat. Leadership's not about having all the answers, mm-hmm. right. but it's about knowing which questions absolutely. to ask. ask. So teaching them early how to ask questions, that's genius. Yeah, that's thanks. absolutely genius. Yeah. So I, I may ask you later today what's the best question that you've asked. But, cause well, I'm only be, talking to you today. Uh, so. <laughs> I know it. So that's going to be our best question is, is this our, sub, is this our train? Yeah, that's, that's a great <laughs> question. That's a great question. And the answer was, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and so we let that one go by. And mm-hmm. then went, because we got on the wrong train yesterday, mostly because of me. Hi, this mm-hmm. week, sis. Oh, don't agree so quick. We almost got on the wrong train this morning, too. <laughs> no, that would have absolutely been the right train. Nope. You were trying to go to Uptown. We oh, that's to right. We were Uh-oh. trying to, we almost ended up in the Bronx this yeah. morning. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Bronx Zoo, if you've never been. It would just take us a little bit longer to get downtown. Yeah. High part of the week, sis. Man, this. This. This is awesome. it. This Are you beat stretching? My, I know. I'm still waking up. Oh, <laughs> look! You got to you got to realize that we are just now coming just into now. normal breakfast time in Dallas. Yeah, for her, this is the high part. What's the low part? Um, man, out of shape. I don't know how there's. We said this morning. Fit people in yeah, New York. We said this morning. How could there be anybody overweight and out of shape in this town if they ride the subway? Mm. Yesterday, so many stairs. I forget oh, every. We go to. We come to oh. New York every year, so Multiple you would times. think that we would be used to it. That's right. But man, it going is uphill up everywhere you go here. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is uphill. So yesterday, we just kind of did a little walkabout. We we got here and we said, "Hey, let's go down and find Luke's restaurant, just so we kind of know where it is, and so mm-hmm. we're not just stumbling around early right. this morning looking for it." So we just kind of left, mm. and we're like. We'll hop on a subway, get on the wrong one, but we'll hop on the subway. It's a two-train ride down here because mm-hmm. you go orange and you got to hop on blue mm-hmm. and you get down here. No big deal. For an average person, piece of cake. For us, eh, we had to think through it. So we thought, okay, this is no big deal. We'll just check it out. We're going to hit an antique store or two. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have a crepe uh, up in Tribeca, this really cool uh, crepe place. We dropped over into Soho real quick, and then we headed back. Luke, we look down, and, and next thing you know, it's like 7.82 miles. Yeah, that's normal, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of steps. This, yeah. It was like almost 18,000 steps, and it's like, why do I feel so tired yeah. right do now? Do you have a car here? We do not. So did y'all sold y'all's cars? Sold our cars. You we are a true, true New Yorker. New Yorker. Sold yeah. half your furniture, we probably? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a 1,400-square-foot apartment. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's, we love it. I mean, Which we, is huge. It is. It is. For New York, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's a bigger apartment for us downtown yeah. here. We live right around the corner. That is awesome. True New Yorker sold the car. How's, mm. how's it been? Love it. I, I honestly... You miss it? I don't. I don't I don't at all. See, I think that's... Oh, I no. think that's so cool. Yeah. Haven't thought twice about all the stuff that we had before, the big house and yep. the, mm-hmm. yep. the nicer cars and all yep. the stuff that we just thought was important. And yeah. 
It's not that important. So. Yeah. Man, there's good. some wisdom in that. Now, the people that I know that have moved up here that sold their cars, anytime they just rent one if they go anywhere yeah. mm-hmm. out of, they just it's like, Hey, I'm just gonna Same. I'm just gonna, you know, mm-hmm. pay for what I use yeah. versus just having one sit in the garage most it's of the, the time. It's the best way to do it. You can't you really it's really hard to drive in this town. Well it's expensive to park your car too. If you don't get oh, public yeah. parking on the street to park it in a in a The parking is the big deal, isn't oh, it? Oh it's super it's just it's more expensive than the car note. So Seriously? Oh, basis, yeah. oh my goodness. I, I don't think I'd but downtown the streets are exponentially more narrow downtown. They are. They are very much way more narrow. It except is, for Broadway, but that's yeah. the exception. Right, right. Everything else is like an alley. Yeah. It any, is. Anywhere else. Which is what we like. So yeah. you're a subway guy or a taxi guy? So both. Yeah. Like this morning I went and got donuts for the kids this morning. I did taxi there and back. Um, but sub we prefer subway. Yeah. Uh, we'll do um, like Lyft or mm-hmm. third party service. And if we need to go out, like my wife went out of the city last night and did what's called zip car. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hearing about these. Are they yeah. fairly convenient? Yeah, they're very good. There's garages all over the city and huh. you, you just get a zip car card yeah. and you can reserve them. And it's like 10, 10, 13 bucks an hour. You can what? rent a car. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that is. So now that you're a resident, do you are you annoyed with the tourists or? No, well, <laughs> see, remember, I live downtown, so yeah. it's, it's just a different deal down here. We don't That's get right. the rift, you know. Right, the, right. The I don't know. There was a ton over at oh, World the Trade. Oculus and yeah. World Trade yesterday. Uh, there's yeah. a good way, you know, and it's great to walk through there all the time. But there's an easy way to um, also um, a kind of a I guess dodge that a little bit. So you get, there's a path underground that goes from. Fulton Center, all the way to the West Highway over there, oh. and you can just walk. Uh, I did not really know cool. that. So did not see. He knows the all local, the secrets. Yeah, the local, yeah. the the memorial was really busy the, yesterday. Yeah, it's, the it's memorial's busy. always busy. Yeah, yeah and and we were going to try to get into the memorial yesterday. It was a little chilly in the city yesterday. It was. The it wind was blowing like chilly today. Uh, the wind was blowing. Well, it was 26 this morning when we got up. Did you have a low? I yeah. Are you not paying attention? No. What was it? <laughs> Being out of sheep. Oh, that yeah, that's it's kind of a, a low and a positive. Uh, she's positive here. and, and yeah, she's you're getting in, you're getting in. You don't yeah. have it on your walking shoes today though. So I got my warm shoes on. My toes are numb. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> All right, man. High low. What's your high for the week? My high was by far the, the you know we've had just a busy couple weeks here grinding it to the end till we open the restaurant yeah. and uh, me and my wife have a standing date night on Thursday nights. That's awesome. And so this past week we decided to go to Chelsea Markets and just do like a progressive. I love that. Bounce around. Yeah. Yeah. Grab one thing here, one mm-hmm. thing there. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that time was just, this is awesome. It's a great, it's a great little, yeah, it's a great area. Uh, low, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I have a low as much as it is just, let's just get the restaurant open. Yeah. So there's right. just little things that pop up that, you know, in the construction, the way it is, it's I wouldn't call it a low. It's just it's an opportunity, and right. there's nothing we can do about it. Right. But uh, we're trying to take it in stride and go. Okay, we got to acid wash the floors today. Oh right. my okay. gosh. Great, let's right. do that right. um, to get all the the construction dirt off. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, I want to say it was, a, it was a particularly a big low, but it was isn't isn't yeah. something that was. Are you here most days? Right now, I am. Yeah, not yeah. all day, every day. I'm yeah. not like in the restaurant all day, but I mean, our leaders. I'm surprised you haven't seen any yet this morning, but they'll be in and out doing projects and getting things set up. So I'm not doing it lone, you know, lone wolf here. Uh, we definitely have a great team around us, and Chick Fil A provides support for us as well. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's a great group. What about you? Well, I I normally don't get a go because I always listen to everybody oh, else's. Oh, whatever you do, go. I know it. My hat for this week is obviously being here. We're rolling out in our organization cultural realignment, so mm-hmm. that's kind of been my thing for almost twenty years now. And to see the organization realign and come together with it with this mm-hmm. redefined culture, really exciting. I head out to Canada to our office in Canada next week and then to India to our facilities in India the week after that I'll be there for a week uh, working with that great so that great team it's such a blessing yeah Uh, and as the chief people person it's Mm. fun to to do this all day long right to hang out with people and to spend time with people low this week uh you know I don't um Allie's little brother um ended up uh, having an accident broke his jaw mm. and broke it severely enough that he had to have two titanium plates put in wow. and surgery went well um but man it's just it's one of those things anytime it's one of your kids sure you just soon you know take and you're out of take, town yeah mm. take the lick for him and uh, but he came through he came through like a champ wow 
Um, it's not his first rodeo. It's not his first rodeo. I mean, here's In the here's ER. a here's a kid who has lived his life full throttle, mm. right? So from I mean, if it wasn't a skateboard accident, it was his a bicycle accident. Full boy. He is a full hairy legged twenty three year old boy, and from the time he was old enough to get on a skateboard, I mean, I think the first one was a broken finger on a skateboard, mm. and, something, and then there was a broken a broken kneecap on a bicycle. It was a cool jump. The first two guys made it. <laughs> the third. <laughs> third one not quite <laughs> didn't quite make uh, it that was a trip to the er and and so he mm. said he said his share and so um I, that's always a low for a parent sure you know you always but he's he's back on the mend he's skinny kid anyway um you know he lost 15 pounds since he broke his jaw and of course i'm sitting there thinking man how bad would it hurt to break my jaw lose 15 pounds? <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. Just wire it shut. Oh, man. So he had two options, wire it completely shut mm. or have the plates put in. And he said, you mean I won't be able to open my mouth or eat or anything? And he said, wow. nope. And he said, well, I'll take the plates. Well, you can't bite down with the plates, but at least you can get applesauce in mm-hmm. or, wow. you know, mashed potatoes or something. The other way, it was just going to be shakes for four weeks. Wow. So. Man. So that's always that's always low, but um, you know everything's an opportunity, like you said. That's I love how you're taking that in stride. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's tough. I know, man. Yeah. How, so how old is he? Twenty three. He just turned twenty. He just turned twenty three. So I got a I got a whole gaggle full of millennials in my home. I love it. Yeah, it's good. I learn something new every day from them. That's another podcast. It is yeah. a whole nother podcast, which this one's getting ready to, we're going to wind this one up, but we always do some fast questions. Mm. Just kind of learn a couple things and we'll wind it up. Sis, you ready? Yep. I'm going to let them be fast. Normally, we call them fast questions. Normally, I end up asking commentary on everything, but we're going to be fast questions, sis. Go. You ready? Coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> uh, I know. I, you always, I'm See? waiting for you. Would you black? I is it black or sugar? I'm just waiting. I totally messed her up because I always do the commentary and, and she always gets on to me and goes, Dad, these really aren't very fast questions because you keep slowing me down. And so I said, I said, this morning you heard me. Sis, I'm going to let you do fast questions. Mm-hmm. I love it. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Yeah, we're in New York. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but now I got to go back. Uh, you just drink your coffee straight up black? No, I don't. A good yeah. latte. Oh, a good straight latte. latte. Again, yeah. he's in New York. I know. They it. make the best coffee here. They yeah. do. And, and the best pizza. Uh, and and the, best the best pizza. the best pizza? Oh, absolutely. Where? 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 So, I mean, really anywhere. They're all good, but we, we like Have you little, had a 99 cents pizza yet? <laughs> a little slice? Like yeah. A big, yes, of course. See, you just I take told it and you. You fold it in half. Yeah. 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 <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so. Yeah, that's a normal. Occurrence. We went to we went to a pizza place last night, really close to our place. It really close to our hotel. It was really good pizza. It was amazing. Yeah. It was really good pizza, but let me just say, it wasn't ninety nine cents. No, <laughs> you can very rarely will you find like a dollar slice. Yeah, There's yeah. a place up in Harlem that me and my wife hit one time. It's a little hole in like literally mm-hmm. it's a window. The, uh, best mm-hmm. ones, yeah, dollar pizza. Right, let's go. Well, we saw a, ninety nine cents yesterday. Yeah, we saw ninety nine. Like, yeah, whoa. yeah, and that's we sh- a, we probably should have stopped just to grab a ninety nine cent slice. I know it. So. Patsy's Pizza is my favorite in the city. Patsy's Patsy's Pizza downtown. It's an have you had Joe's? I haven't had Joe's. No, Joe's Pizza. Joe's was is that the, the one that's on like every corner? No, there's a Joe's. I'll I have to think about it. It's but Midtown, it's the isn't best it? pizza it I've it ever midtown? had. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah. Um, All right, next question. I can't even remember them right now. What? Um, biggest pet peeve. Oh yeah. Uh, dirty, just cleanliness. Well, you knew it wasn't going to be driving because he doesn't have a car. No, I know we get know. road yeah, rage yeah. the Do you all the 80% time. Eighty percent of the people that we ask that question, it's it's, it's about some kind road of road rage. rage. Yeah. Uh, distracted drivers, people that don't signal, whatever the case may be, because you know in Texas, everybody we got to drive everywhere. Yeah, no, mine's cleanliness. Like watching people walk by trash and annoys me. Like, mm-hmm. and it could be on the sidewalk in New York City. I'm like, why didn't you pick that trash up? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Well, there's a good reason why I don't pick the trash yeah. up. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'll probably get something on me. No, yeah. I, I can't wash off of soap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question, sis. If you were a character of a movie that depicted your life or a life that you want, mm. what character movie would that be? Wow. That's supposed to be a quick question? I know. I know. This makes you think. Movie. This makes your brain hurt. I, I don't What's know. the last movie you actually had a chance to go see? Well, in the movies, I'm not real sure. I probably a family movie, but last night we rented the new last uh, Star Wars movie. Oh mm. yeah, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and the girls. My wife went out. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's so good. It is amazing. I know so it. Last year, I know it. So we we watched that last night. Yeah. But I this is gonna sound so random, but only because it's my favorite Disney character. I wouldn't say it depicts my life, mm-hmm. but I would be the genie in Aladdin. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By far my <laughs> favorite. Kind of are. Chick-fil-A sandwich for you. For Boom. you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> you get a sandwich. You get a sandwich. You get a sandwich. Yeah. All right. Anything else, sis? Uh, I guess in or out. Like, do you like to oh, stay yeah. in or do you like yeah. to? Yeah. Favorite evening, in or out? Out. Yeah. yeah. In the city, it almost has to be. And favorite yeah. thing to do when you go out? Eat. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, eat in parks. I mean, the... Yeah. You know, going to Central Park and going up into the northern side of the park is amazing because there's yeah. trails and there's yeah. climbing. And most people don't know that. They just stay right in the, the front part. So right. yeah. the ex- exploration side of the city is just awesome. There's always wait. something to do in always the city. Something to do. Yeah, always something to do in the city. It's awesome. Sis, happy one-year anniversary. Happy crazy. anniversary, Crazy. can't believe we've been doing it for a birthday. whole year. Can you believe? You. Yeah. It's your birthday. It's an anniversary of the podcast. You have a book signing. So many things. This is a cool weekend. Yes. I'm excited for you. We went into the Amazon bookstore, mm-hmm. and her book was there, mm. um, which the Amazon bookstore only puts the top-selling yep. books in that bookstore. And there's Dad her book. looked. Yeah, I looked. Mine wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> Mine wasn't in there. You know, there's certain things, yeah. Luke, that keeps you humble in life, and one of them is having a daughter who's a best bestseller. Yeah. It's one of the things that keeps you humble. I That's all right. That. That's all right. So we took pictures of her in the Amazon um, bookstore right across the street from Empire State Building with her book on the shelf. Wow. It was pretty cool. We brought one for your beautiful daughter today. Allie's going to sign it when we're done. I brought you a copy of mine. Thank you. Um, it's not in the Amazon bookstore, too, by the way. So if you go looking for it, it's not there. You can get it on Amazon. Online. You can get it on Amazon. It's just not on the cool Amazon bookstore. So, All right, sis, we got to wrap this one up. Do your bathrooms work? They do. Sweet. <laughs> just curious? Yeah. yeah just, cu- <laughs> just curious? I have been up since 7 o'clock this morning drinking three sweet teas. All right. Three sweet teas. We've got we've to go. Are you ready? Yes. Anything else? No. No? All right. Love you, sis. Love you today. See you. Bye.